Shalom to all. Today we're going to learn Mishnah Shviyas Parak Yod Mishnah Hey and Mishnah Vav. And today's Mishnah is being learned Lili Nishmas Mars Miriam Sar Basav Yaakov Meisha Her Nisham Shadav and Aliyah and Beschos Rach Basavar Gitol Daniel the Ezbrans by Rachel they should be given to Zer Shal Kayama of Mamish. And yesterday we learned about Prozbol, which is a document that the lender writes so that his loans are not canceled by Shemitah. Mishnah Hey tells us Prozbol Hamuktam Kasher Vahamacher Pasol a Prozbol that was predated, which means he wrote a date earlier than when it was actually written. It's still kosher, but if he had post-dated it, he wrote a date later than when it was actually written, so it's not kosher. So let's explain this. Let's say it was Rosh Chodesh Nisan when he wrote the Prozbol, but he wrote Rosh Chodesh Adar on it. Now Rosh Chodesh Adar is before Rosh Chodesh Nisan. So he, the lender, is the one losing out. Because if he lent money to someone after Rosh Chodesh Adar, it's not going to be included in the Prozbol, and it's his loss because Shemitah is going to cancel that loan. But if he wrote Rosh Chodesh Iyar on the Prozbol, Rosh Chodesh Iyar is after Rosh Chodesh Nisan, so it's not going to be valid because any loan that he might give out in between Nisan and Iyar is not halachically included in the Prozbol, but because of this fake date that he wrote, it's still going to be allowed to be collected. Therefore, no post-dating a Prozbol, but he is allowed to predate it. The mission continues, Shtarei Chayv HaMugdamim Pesulen, a regular loan document which was predated is possible, the Hamucharim Kesherim. But if it's post dated, then it's kosher. So a regular loan document is the exact opposite. When someone lends somebody else money, he has the right to collect property of the borrower if the loan is not paid back on time. So let's say Ruvain lent Shimon money, and Shimon doesn't pay Ruvain back on time, so Ruvain can go and take some of the property that Shimon has. Now, Ruvain can even collect property from Shimon if Shimon had sold that property to somebody else after he had borrowed the money from Ruvain. That's because any property that Ruvain owns at the time that he borrows the money is mishubud. It's on lien to the lender. So let's say Shimon had borrowed money from Ruvain on Sunday, and then the next day on Monday, he sold some of his property to Levi. Comes time to pay the loan, Shimon doesn't have any money to pay it, Ruvain is allowed to go to Levi, and he's allowed to take that property away. So let's come back to our Ashtaros. If the money was lent to Nisan, but Ruvain predated the Shtar to Adar, that means that he's going to be able to collect from property that Shimon had sold in between Adar and Nisan. But that's not correct. That's not fair, because the money wasn't loaned until Nisan. And any property sold by Shimon before Nisan wasn't Meshubah to the loan. Therefore, a predated Shtar is puzzle. But if he post-dated it, and instead of writing Nisan, he wrote Er, then that's his loss because now he's not going to be able to collect from property sold in between Nisan and Iyar, and therefore it's a valid star. Coming back to Prozbol, the Mishnah continues, If one person had borrowed from five different people, an individual Prozbol has to be written for each lender. But if five people had borrowed from one person, we only have to have one prosbol written for everyone. That's because who writes the prosbol? The lender writes the prosbol. So if one person lent money to five people, he only needs to write one prosbol. But if one person borrowed from five different people, so that means that we have five different lenders, five different malvim, and therefore we have to have five different prosbols. Moving on to Mishnavav, Ein Kaisen prosbol, Ella Alakarka. We're only allowed to write a prosbol if the borrower has property. Now, why is that? 
That's because since there's property here to be collected from, it's considered as if this chayv, as if the debt, was already collected. Now, even if the property isn't enough to cover the entire debt, let's say he has a tiny little piece of property and he owes a lot of money, that's still no problem. Since the debt is considered at least to be partially collected, then the rest is still allowed to be collected after Shemitah and it's not going to be canceled. The Mishnah tells us in Einloi, let's say the borrower doesn't have any property. No problem. The lender can be mezakehem. He could give a little bit of his property over to the borrower. Now it's considered like the borrower has property, and now we can write a prosbol. Let's say the borrower had a field, but it was mamushkin. It was given as a collateral to somebody else. Let's set up the case that Shimon had borrowed money from two different people. He borrowed money from Ruvain and from Levi. And Ruvain wants to write a prosbol, but the only property that Shimon has is already designated for the loan that he had from Levi. The Mishnah tells us, no problem. We could still write a prosbol on that piece of property. Rabbi Chutzpah tells us, We can write a prosbol for a man if he borrowed money, even though he doesn't have any property, but his wife has property. And we know that when a man and woman get married, and the woman brings property into the marriage, so many times that property is called nechsei melug. Nechsei melug means that the property still belongs to the woman. And if her husband dies or divorces her, she gets to take that property back. The husband gets to enjoy all the fruits of that property. So if there's a bunch of apple trees growing nice apples on the property, he's allowed to enjoy those fruits, but the property itself doesn't belong to him. What Rebchutzbis is telling us is that even though it's not really his property, it's his wife's property, still, we could write a prosbol for this person. And another thing that Rebchutzbis tells us is We can write a prosbol for Yusayimim, for orphans, on the nechassim of their apotropis. Now, an apotropis is a guardian or a caretaker. He's the person who's in charge of taking care of the assignment until they're old enough to take care of themselves. So let's say the apotropis borrowed money for the assignment. The assignment needed money and they didn't have any money, so the apotropis borrowed money for them. And the assignment don't have any property for us to be able to write a prosbol. No problem. We can use the property of the apotropis for the loan, even though the apotropis didn't borrow money for himself. He borrowed money for the assignment. We can still use use the Apotropos' property for this Prozbol. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Zayin and Ches. Continue to talk about Prozbol. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.